Hello again, this is uh, Jason Powers on my bike, uh, riding around tonight. I felt like a uh, another podcast that I'll probably upload if this uh, recording goes through well. So, uh, there's just so much to talk about, and there's no angle that's not fraught, so with... Uh, unknowns and whatnot um i was reading a little bit earlier nothing too terribly um what i mean uh, nothing too terribly difficult to understand but we have to have hope and hope <clears throat> compared to optimism the idea that uh this will uh this too shall pass or finding hope in bad situations, which I don't think any rational person, certainly uh, somebody who isn't uh, experiencing mass formation could uh, see otherwise with high gas prices here in the United States and around the world and crazy uh, new revelations. Uh, we got people researching on monkeypox because since I got popped out we have a whole host of researchers who are trying to figure out okay what's this uh, what's this all about why are we doing doing this again because obviously the World Health Organization and a World Economic Forum are meeting this week so and we know what their agendas are or we should so but the idea is to try to look for some hope in this as I'm riding my bike uh, just trying to find some different activities thinking um, go to a different spot I'm gonna ride out to a kind of spot I can go to and talk and relax kind of I uh, decided that uh, I needed a late night ride. It's like 12.30 or 1. I don't know exactly what, what time it is. But for me, it's not really late. just felt like getting out of the house. Getting some fresh air. Did a podcast earlier today. It's probably all over the place. But I did go over some articles and whatnot. And from my own accord, you know, what's going to be, what's a, a good uh, way to go forward with hope. Um, in my own scenario, it's more about, uh, oh, you know, finding a way to cope uh, locally. Uh, one of the things that I solved last summer was that I uh, disinvested... <laughs> And or sold my uh, car, disinvested, divested of my car, divested of the mechanics, the gas and oil and all that stuff. Some people will obviously call me an idiot for that. I mean, I bought it and spent five years paying on it. And actually, <clears throat> I'd uh, 
kept it. I got I paid it off in March of uh, 2020. So sorry, had somebody they come across a roundabout. They they think I'm waiting on them, and they stop. And of course, I got my hands full, and I'm trying to to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hate roundabouts. People think they're being so respectful. And actually what I'm, the thing was that I wasn't even in the crosswalk yet. They thought I was like driving fast and they want to be ultra careful. But in essence, they just, I mean, I didn't hurry up and go through because I was slowing down already and didn't want to kick back up and I'm kind of riding a bike with uh know one hand and trying to do this so anyway <clears throat> I left that behind not because I didn't want to have a car or go places and after spending five years paying it off of course I didn't my payment was low it was like it's 200 292 dollars and 51 cents for a Chevy Cruze which gets around well it got around 29 miles to the gallon at least lifetime it did for me <clears throat> I didn't have to worry too much about anything I never had any real issues with it except at the very end I had some hiccups with it but small ado anyway uh, but I got a hundred nearly hundred thousand miles out of it which is to say quite a bit um, over the course of the lifetime of my ownership and you know I've had other cars actually I had a Toyota that I paid 400 bucks for and I got uh, 100,000 100,000 miles out of $400 bought it with 225,000 miles and I got the whole got a whole bunch out of it now it broke down completely but <clears throat> what I'm saying is at that time it was hopeful to even have a car and I only paid 400 for the whole thing, which would have been, you know, just basically a little bit more over, a little, about a month and a half's worth of car payments on the other one. And it never used oil. And I uh, drove it around and it got right around 22 miles to the gallon. At least, and that was during the fuel crisis too, um, 2008. Which is right, right, we're right back there. Actually, we're far worse, but because this is <coughs> the escalators still going up. So, but hope on on a mass scale is going to be the ability to try to just grin and bear it, get through, which is not going to always be easy. <laughs> It really isn't but uh, what I mean is it's like you're gonna lose a lot of things and in life randomly and you're gonna have to see on the other side of it somehow and that's not gonna come naturally to some others you know you know their attitude will have already been there I have to admit, my attitude is, 
not always been there. <laughs> Probably about five minutes ago, you say, or two minutes ago, you say, well, your attitude was sucky with that guy. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Uh, but uh, I just wanted him to come on through because I was waving him on. And anyway, so the attitude of, of people, you know, it takes a long time to practice that because um, as we all know we get annoyed by events and people and ideas some people get annoyed by ideas <laughs> and everybody says well you shouldn't get annoyed by ideas that's true except for the really stupid ones like people promoting you know this climate initiative and have no idea how to do it have sold it to no one won't do a presentation on it because they're going to beg for the. They say, "Well, it's just it's it's far too complex for you to understand." Exactly, you're going to tell us that uh, if you tell us that at all, which I don't. But they they this paternalism, this arrogance, and of course we know what lies behind it. But they're hopeful. They're hopeful is is that you'll just ignore them and let them do whatever the hell they want. This is, you know, it's not ostensibly what communism and Nazism, all the other bad isms, and not capitalism, by the way. Capitalism has its issues mainly because people don't like capitalism. They like cronyism and corporatism and um, variations about money or rather uh, gathering wealth to themselves through uh, through means of it letting the government or an entity uh, allow them to hoard or monopolize the market. And <clears throat> whereas we, normal capitalists, people who just want markets to work, transparency, sure, we want safety and regulations and or at least in regulations of, yeah, if you're making something that's killing people, well, there should be some criminal responsibility, at least, or at least civil responsibility for that, enough to where it puts a person out of business. That doesn't mean everything is supposed to be litigious, but uh, that's where the vagaries of law have uh, uh, gone off the rails. Close to my spot here. Just driving out to a, a place. I'm just randomly talking, by the way. But to the point, the hope that was always supposed to be there, or the attitude that comes that is needed to have that hope, is that most things in life, as much as it is skill, it is about how you go into a situation and approach it. Whether you know whether you call it teachability or or learning, many people don't want to learn. I'll be the first to admit learning has its difficulties for me too. There's things I don't want to learn, and maybe they just don't interest me. But <clears throat> certainly they should should interest all of us because the only way you grow is to learn. Whether it be learning new music or or uh, learning language, learning how to communicate, learning about resources, learning about uh, environment, and a whole host of other things. So I'm taking a, 
sit down break here for a second. Uh, so we spent the last two plus years and I can't believe we're here. I can't believe this is happening. Though I had some inkling that that was where we were heading back to two plus years ago when I actually did a video, actually did a walk around video. This was after, uh, uh, well, I was working at Amazon for about a month or so, really, uh, to, you know, kind of do my part. I thought I was, I actually, at that time, I thought I was just like, well, I just, I wasn't planning on making it a lifetime job. I, I was just curious about how I could make a few bucks and, and whatnot. And then it started getting retarded. And then after that, I remember doing a video because I started looking at numbers and looking at the analysis of the CDC and then the numbers that were coming through. And I, you know, I'm sure I made some errors and mistakes in that thought, but some of it was pretty obvious and has stayed obvious as far as, uh, you know, this mass casualties and that kind of deal. Um, anyway, so my hope then was that uh, we would rectify it, that we'd have some Sandy. And then more and more came on, the more and more uh, the idea of a hope was going to be um, crux or the uh, nixed by um, people that had their own agenda, and their agenda was, you know, coup, and uh, to seize the control and the power of this country. And they're too scared to do anything. They're, they're, right now, they're just trying to collapse the country and get us all in chaos because then in chaos, chaos is how uh, psychopaths and such people of, of a certain sort uh, operate. They love chaos. Why? Because in chaos, they can do the most stealing and the most damage, permanent damage to things while other people are too busy, you know, doing things that normal people do, which is survival and, and trying to trying to make things better or trying to uh, get through the crisis and, and try to make something. That's why anybody who, who uh, <laughs> you know, like especially the, the manuals like Rom and Zeke who were talking about, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste. They use crisis to push forward agendas because, you know, they use the Eastern philosophy, the wrong philosophy, by the way, about from crisis comes opportunity. They, they see it as an opportunity to seize power. They use it as an opportunity to seize uh, uh, un, unwarranted control of things solely for their own, you know, greed. While other people are thinking about how we can keep and maintain things called stability out of the crisis. <clears throat> and this is the divergent thought processes of people that are um, good versus people that aren't good, obviously. So, how do you find hope in this situation? I, I, I'm trying to, I know there's been a, a lot to um, bring us down. The hope is that humanity has always managed to get through these, these uh, fits. Um, certainly, um, we saw World War II as being that, that last time. And, uh, Somehow that, that worked out. I'm sure back, you know, uh, back hundreds of years where, you know, people were lined up on the fields of battle, you know, and 
it finally <clears throat> finally came to a, a, a result. There was peace after the war. Of course, there's always bitterness. There's always a side that loses or the whatnot. This time, we're fighting against a, well, we're fighting against actually a pretty well-known enemy of um, the elite. And this is their, their, their plan, they're playing their, they pushed all in on this one. And the hope is that there'll be enough of us who are, who, who, who eyes are open and there will always be people that won't uh, agree with us, and we're going to have to, you know, um, contend with them as well. I'm going to make it less, uh, um, let's say, belligerent this time. Um, and this contention, and maybe out of it, if we do it in a proper enough way, um, if we can get enough people with some courage and conviction, uh, the hope that can come through is basically, no matter what, uh, humanity will survive. Um, we may regress in terms of technology. We may regress in terms of of um, a whole host of things. And by regression, I mean just you know, there may be a there may have to be some um, revisions in terms of laws and and whatnot. <clears throat> to to make these things kind of less um, what do you call it less plausible we've seen scientists who have gone too far beyond the edge and of course they'll say they did, haven't gone far enough I guess it's all a matter of who's beholding their their things and I, I grant them that they that they'll, you know they'll say well, you just can't conceive the things that I'm conceiving or not looking at the things I'm looking at. It's like, oh, that's great. The thing, the, the things that you produced and put in papers, prototyped, all this wonderful stuff. I mean, how much of it do you? Are you? Let's see if the wind isn't too loud. Anyway, the. interesting is that all these <laughs> these uh, government entities are uh, in, in the way of and if they were really truly interested in working together in a in a open and addressable and shareable manner to humanity it'd be easy enough to see but they don't want to do that so they're putting all of us in a at a disadvantage and they want us to fight against each other because that benefits them the most so I'm gonna get out of the <coughs> wind here so we're at a, a crossroads where we're going to have to hope hope once again that after this is all over that we can reconstruct um, uh, limited institutions with a great deal of oversight certainly more monitoring uh, uh, when I mean monitoring we need to monitor up um, 
the people that are at the top here have grown a little bit too big for their britches. A whole lot of big, big too big for their britches. And they need to be supervised like children. Um, <laughs> and maybe there's there was a good reason why we used to have a 90% tax rate on the top tier wealth. And of course, I know there's people out there saying, well, see, you're, you're just bad as the... You're just you're as bad as the socialist or whatever. No, actually, I just I just want to see as much uh, the least amount of regulation, and but also, you know, when somebody does monopolize a market or has grown market forces, that we we're, we're able to contend with that in a um, more um, proactive way, to where you know we the, to unleash unleash innovation. You know, there shouldn't be more than, there should be, you know, constant competition, constant, you know, um, businesses should constantly have to be working to innovate. Now, of course, that's that's hard, but then again, that builds creativity and, and structures. See, as soon as a company, and I've worked at a fair amount of large companies that uh, get too big, they stagnate. Facebook, for example, is already stagnated. It's only like 15 years old, but it's stagnated. They sell data. They get hacked. They're not doing anything important. I mean, they've rebranded for Meta, but I mean, does anyone really think that's a? Uh, they think it's a viable option, but it's only just to suck people into the matrix more. It it doesn't have any useful purpose, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they haven't done anything useful with their talents over at Facebook, other than than to wind up spying and monitoring people and handing us over to the government. Of course, that's probably what it was designed for to begin with, but <clears throat> be that as it may, that's just one example. But our uh, hope lies in that people will recognize how dangerous it is to allow uh, certain propaganda, uh, psychological, uh, in other words, uh, psychological tricks, propagandizing, uh, mar uh, you know, truth and marketing. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, there was a, a short time frame, even even ar around the World War One, where marketing in the consumer, that there wasn't a consumer market like there is, of course, today. I mean, it existed, but people bought things because of the practicality of it. It was based upon, they have to, you know, they were sold, you know, hey, you want to buy a Ford Model T, you know, it gets eight miles to the gallon, it gets, you know, 50 horsepower, it, you know, blah, blah, blah. They told you all about the specifications of the vehicle, and then they would show you a picture of the vehicle, and there wasn't a lot of uh, <coughs> uh, huckstering. Of course, that started actually, the huckstering has always been around. Obviously, we heard about hucksters with, with uh, selling elixirs and whatnot, and they in, in America at least and of course those things need to be stamped out pretty quickly that's but it's also on the other side of that there's been a fair amount of people who have gotten upset that someone is selling something like a uh, vitamins or minerals and whatnot and turn it into oh they're selling hucksterism and blah 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 it's like well there's a lot of doctors and a whole host of people who could do a better job of trying to help people prevent their decline in terms of their life instead of instead of uh, getting people medicated and keeping them on 
pills for 25 years, but that's just me. Um, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to address that. And that's where we're going to have to reconstruct much of the, the edifices of certain uh, situations, but without, in other words, the regulations that we're going to put in place are going to be more, people need to stay aware. And I don't know how long that'll keep people aware. Let's say, like, like the four turning books say, maybe it only keeps us aware for another 80 years, but it starts the first generation after this crisis is going to have to put this, put the genie of transhumanism thinking AI technology back in the bottle. I think most of these people have been swallowing too many uh, Terminator movies and a whole host of other things. Reading, obviously reading books towards that end. And there's always this been this great uh, idea of becoming God, man becoming God. You know, going, I guess going back to the Bible itself, Babylon, and, or the Tower of Babel. I mean, so there's always been a a, uh, a this tension. There's been this tension that people will have seemed to drive forward. Um, this tension of uh, you know, the, whole, uh, uh, the Job or Jobian uh, trek or to to overcome things. And that's where the hope is, I guess. Is that you know you have to have the have the ability to uh, build on that and uh, you know build on the hardships and stuff. So. I'm in a new spot here. It's crazy how much um, how much I've missed over the last couple of years about going around this campus more on a nightly basis. It's real quiet, obviously, because oh, let's see. Like I said, most of the kids are uh, gone. Though I do see some, but uh, they're pretty few. I'm gonna try to get out tomorrow and. Um, try to go on campus. I might even take my computer along and go do some work at the my uh, spot because it's changed completely from when it's been renovated. And uh, try to get out amongst the populace, see how that works, see if we see if I can uh, see how people's uh, see how people's behaviors have changed. Uh, the mil uh, be amongst a different milieu has been yeah, it's been two years since I've been inside a Purdue building. Uh, well, I take that back. I got I went inside a building about a week ago or whatever. But I just went in to get a drink of water and get some a fill up. But I mean, actually go inside a a building and and sit and stay and and see what's going on. Um, there's a certain amount of I felt like something died in March of 2020. Uh, not only here on this campus, but probably, I bet you everybody has felt this around the country. Um, and, you know, and it's not the new, I, this, uh, this is a alternative reality that we're living in. Um, a universe that uh, it, we're not supposed to be in. And that's what we're going to have to um, hope to change. 
once our confrontation comes or our our uh, our uh, ability to face the 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 task ahead uh, is presented to us, and we're going to have to uh, you know get through it. And there's going to be losses, and there's going to be there's going to be gains, and there's going to be days where we're not going to be uh, where we want to be in terms of who we are or what the situation is, but. We have to fight on. There's no, there's nothing else. It's humanity. Um, it's, you know, spiritual, psychological. There's the physical. There's, you know, in, in these people's minds, the people we're up against. You know, they they like to tend to call it metaphysical, but I'm not, <clears throat> and, and I'm not saying that there's something to that. But the spiritual, the spirituality of, of uh, knowing that you know. It's almost inconceivable sometimes the more and more I get a little bit older. I mean, coming up on the half century mark and I'm not the same person I was 25 years ago or and nobody is when you're at that age. But, you know, looking at the trees and the, the buildings and the things that people have put together over time and, and where we uh, should be as a society. And and by that, it, it, the way certain people think, they, they, they seem to, they, they don't grasp the stability of the foundations of building on the past in a, in a way that's slow and certain. The last 20 years, because of the technology, because of the bridging that they, they use, uh, they, I mean, many of these people are, you know, more, Moore's Law fanatics, you know, the doubling of processor speed and technology and, and whatnot to them they they see that as a they see that as you know ooh the end all be uh, i don't know if they see it as an end all be all but they certainly use that as a mechanism to get to their their next agenda um, um, item <laughs> in the inside their cells you know ever since they worked on the genome and whatnot anything in America, what has probably transpired in the last two years for some of these people is they have continued on and they've been because they thought they were at the cusp of something and they've been allowed to go on and they've been operating with a mindset military mindset on us that we're not aware of yet because it's been it's like anything else now I'm not talking about that from the administration of the Bidens I'm talking about that with uh, because they're retarded whether it be the military or the Chinese or the whatnot what I'm uh, and now the biological aspect we have some people that are seriously you know trying to cultivate a very very stark universe that none of us really want and none of us should have wanted but there seems to be a agenda to do that <clears throat> so they've been they used the pandemic probably to to further the escalation of that or to further the process without too many prying not prying eyes um, and so we're we may be at a we're going to definitely have to step up our hope that uh, we are also more aware of it now. We know these things can happen. 
and that's the reason why I sometimes have some hope for the people based upon the you know the fact that the, as soon as monkey monkey pox dropped there were thousands and probably tens of thousands of people who started doing research looking for research papers looking at connections immediately digging into it not just you know casually not just on the surface but deep dives looking for virology papers looking at epidemiology uh, papers looking at uh, gain of function they've learned new temp uh, they've learned things through this time too just like the people we're up against they've learned how to research they learned how to archive they've learned how to uh, get the word out the messaging uh, there's platforms like rumble where uh, you can find a, a gal named amazing polly who's already uh, digging in already done a couple of videos on the monkey pox alone um, now you may think she's a quack or whatever but that's not neither here nor there what 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 is the important thing is people are aware uh, I mean more 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 moreover as soon as they heard something about this shit they started going hmm this is way too convenient they're already suspicious and we, you should always start with suspicion um, certainly in this time frame trust has uh, been erased and of course the people their their minions like the the disinfo queen who was you know dismissing all the hunter biden stuff who just got her ass fired and suddenly you know comes out and has to do her apology tour and her little cry for herself tour uh that's a no one gave a shit <laughs> no one will give a shit she's just a, another hack and then the moreover you start seeing all the other people who are connected to this web and most of them aren't i mean what do i really know what do they really know about what's going on i don't know don't care i mean i know what i know and i know what i know what the people that are going on in uh davos or certainly aren't there for our entertainment they're there to to do some more uh, setting up of agendas and uh, they want to make sure this time it's completely silent um but i know there's people like uh that appeared on joe rogan who talked about the military style campaign against us i think i can't forget his name it starts with an m oh, it's like Majai. Uh, I, I can't, I don't know what his last name is, but whatever. <clears throat> and, uh, he's even gotten Joe Rogan pretty well woke up. Now, granted, I don't, you know, Joe Rogan, I don't listen to him every day or anything like that. I've listened to a few podcasts where he's brought on some interesting guests, which is good. That's the whole point of this, um, to get people informed. And he, he, he said, We've gone from build back better to to uh, gas and food shortages in 14 months. You know, talking about Biden, and you know, he probably I don't know he probably he probably did vote for Biden. I and mean, even if I don't really care who he voted for, to be frank, we're no longer in the I'm not I'm no longer operating on the voting uh, as a matter of. Uh, principle is to way to get this uh, squared away. I mean, 
it sounds good sounds logical for those who say oh well you're you want to subvert democracy no no I don't I don't want to I want I want there to be a I want there to be a fair and legitimate election but how do I know that's ever going to happen again when I don't trust neither the neither the state actors who obviously have an agenda that's far reaching and that they are they uh, have in, inserted so much corporate money which is what Citizens United did in the United States there's so much corporate money that has subverted elections we have too many people who can who can uh, narcissistically insert themselves I say narcissism I mean these corporations now operating like um, malevolent actors across the board which is dangerous because obviously for those who study history the fascism the corporatism um, with the government you know it takes away people's ability to uh, to make decisions for themselves they must comply you know they're trying to trying to you know, jam not only the, the fascism and the communism together they're trying to put a whole bag of tricks on top of it with the technology so our hope is is we have to not only be aware of it we have to be cautiously aware that we're going to have to not comply going further and by not compliance I mean when somebody asks you for a ID you say no and you start making it harder and harder for them to to use their enforcement mechanisms and, uh, and realize that you won't be alone you need to get to know one or two friends and awaken people and one or two friends and then you you uh, start working on that wherever you can meet as uh, God said or or where the Bible says you know wherever two or more are gathered in my name I will be there I may, I may have butchered that but the idea is, is that God is everywhere but uh, you can uh, where there's two you know the idea is the 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 bonding of people will grow this gathering in gathering in his name gathering in gathering to, to to properly assess things I think I might have just blow my tire we're gonna go find out here in a second sorry there it's, these tires suck okay I'm okay just felt like it <laughs> been just uh, meandering around on campus uh, um, one thing is about being a bike you can kind of for me, it's always been uh, going down memory lane. Um, and the expectation is to always um, see something a little bit different than you did the last time you were here. Um, and there is different things. I feel very sorry for people who don't see the see the problems. Um, they've, you know, the media has been such a wreck um, to our country and our society the media is going to also have to be obviously reset 
um, that propaganda and the dis when you talk about malicious disinformation, the media complex has been nothing but that over the you know actually for probably forty or fifty years. Once it grew to be a staple in in the living room of people around the world, uh, it became a channel to pump in thoughts and behaviors and narratives, and that's where it all began. I think in 1970 something, it was they said that there was 15 percent, 15, 15. Oh, there was 15 ownerships. 15 companies that owned 90% or 95% of the airwaves. Now we're down to six or five. And, of course, that's why they really can't stay in new, new technology. And by new technology, I mean like the, the when, even with YouTube, it turned into something different. And they had to censor that within four or five years. And then now I'm hoping Rumble and Odyssey and a whole host of other uh, bit shoot, which is probably as far right as I want to say far right. I, I say that in terms of they do have a fair amount of <laughs> uh, anti, well, let's just say anti-Semitic people over there on that that particular website. But that being said, um, the ability to say something is is important. It's an important concept to grasp. Important to have. Um, and to have as many avenues to do it. When, in respect to that, new tech is, has uh, blossomed because people knew they were being hustled. People were looking for new voices, looking for a whole host of new realities. If I hear that fountain there. This campus is so beautiful. I've uh, spent so much time near it. Now, this is my home. And by home, I mean, I've uh, been on this campus. I got here in 2011. I said that in my last video. So, spending a decade here. And then, of course, in the 90s, I went to school here from 90 to 96. So, approximately a third of my life has been spent in and around West Lafayette, for the most part. Actually, every bit is, now that I think about it, it's about equal with the amount of, my, of time I spent in uh, <coughs> Lowell, Indiana, and then, and then if I add in some time in Indianapolis and other places, yeah, it's a, uh, it's my home as much as anything else. Uh, it's been home to all my, um, you know, hopes and dreams, <laughs> or what I thought would be more hopes and dreams. So, as time's gone on, you know, the more time you spend in some places, the more you, uh, you, uh, appreciate it. Um, I appreciate the, the simplicity of it. There is some beauty around here. You can, on the north side of campus, far north side of campus, there's some open, open areas that you can, vistas. I like to walk. I used to walk there last year and do a little podcast outside and whatnot. I might do it back to that because uh, I got the summer to kind of do that and I'm going to I'll use the time frame to finish some things at least until the crisis boils over which undoubtedly it will 
just because that's the nature of, of uh, high escalation of food pro plus a bear market. People are talking about bear markets on Wall Street, and uh, I think they already know that. It's what happens when you pump a lot of money into an economy. It comes back to haunt you. So, as I drive around, I'm like I said, I still find hope. I still, I see hope somehow. I'm still alive. That's hopeful. When you wake up and you haven't lost your life, you still have hope. If you have any kind of movement, if you have your voice, if you can move your finger or whatever. Uh, when I say whatever, I mean the the amount of hope you get. It will be inherently uh, tied to the amount of ability to do something. As long as you have, you know, a brain and can be used. And I know we can all imagine what some people want to do with that. But let's think positively and um, move forward on a different path, which is what I'm on right now. <laughs> And uh, try to find a, um, a silver lining in this morass of uh, ineptitude and uh, breathe well, mostly, and everybody, um, God bless.